Deconstruct 2006, a one-day web conference in Brighton, England on the 8th of September. Hello. Before I get started on today's topic, let's have s s something from the comments. This message was left through my audio profile. I am fluent in over six million forms of communication, but this one is unknown to me. First I suspected it was Morse code, but now I believe it is the sound of somebody having difficulty with their microphone. Sadly, that cryptic message is the full extent of my audio correspondence. You are a shy bunch, aren't you? I hope you're not going to be quite as reticent at Deconstruct itself. I want to have lots of good comments and questions after my presentation. Using the slightly more traditional form of communication of filling in the contact form on the Deconstruct website, James Weir writes in with this handy tip. He says... Hey guys, for those who still haven't sorted out accommodation, I thought you might want to let people know that they don't need to stay in Brighton itself. I'm driving down to Shoreham the night before and booking into a cheap B&B called Rutland House, which is £35 a night. There's an 8.13 train that gets into Brighton at 8.30 on the morning of the conference, so it's pretty convenient. That's a handy tip. It's worth remembering that you don't have to stay in Brighton itself. If all the accommodation is booked up, do check out some of the surrounding towns. Lewis is close by, and that has good train service into Brighton. Thanks to James for writing in with that handy little tip. And now on to today's main topic, and the big news this week was the launch of the Deconstruct Back Network, which you can find at deconstruct06.magex.com. That's Magex, M-A-D-G-E-X. If you're coming to Deconstruct, you should already have received an email with an activation code for the Back Network. This allows you to go in there, add your details, start creating a network with other delegates, and generally having fun. This application is the brainchild of Glenn Jones from Magix. I had Glenn in for a chat a couple of weeks ago, and I asked him back in to have another chat about the back network. Glenn, how are you? I'm all right, thank you, Jeremy. This back network. Uh, first question, why? Well, it was sort of came about over a few discussions about what we should give towards the delegates at the conference, uh, whether it be a bag or a pen or something like that. And uh, because it's a grassroots conference, one of the things that I thought was that it'd be nice to produce something that actually matched the sort of ethos of what was going on. And uh, over a few discussions, out came this idea of producing a website for the delegates. That's the why. Now, what about the how? Well, it's such a big, it's such a big project. I don't know where to start, to be honest. Um, uh, the first thing is really to sort of look at what what goes on at conferences. Uh, a lot of the conferences that I've been to recently, people are sharing a lot of information, a lot of information that's generated by the delegates themselves through blogging or through the back, uh, channels where they chat, uh, all sorts of ways of of producing material related to what they're doing and the social interactions they're doing. So I suppose the starting point was to sort of look at all of those things that people do around an event and try and produce something where I can pull it all together. Um, and that's what I've tried to do. So the idea isn't uh, that we create content for this, it's that you're pulling in content from people who are coming to the conference. 
Definitely, yeah. I mean, I, I try to think of a nice term for it, and uh, I, I really is an online space or an online community for the delegates. It's not somewhere for for my company or for uh, Clear Left who are organising it to publish material. It's actually a place for delegates where they can go, uh, they can produce a profile, network with other people, and also where it, all of their material that they generate, or some of the material they generate, is gathered together into one coherent focus point. Now, I've been really enjoying it. I've been enjoying, you know, seeing uh, people as they sign up, seeing the relationships they form with other people, seeing the blog posts as they come in. I think it's going to get even more interesting in the run-up to the conference. I was hoping that people would actually get involved in it, but I have been a little bit surprised by the uptake of it. It seems to be really good. We've got about half the delegates now who've got profiles, and everybody seems to be coming back and has got quite involved in producing links between themselves and other delegates. And the nice thing is now to start to see the flow of, of material come into the site as the RSS readers pull in all of the blog posts and stuff. Hopefully when the, the conference actually starts itself, we'll start to see lots of reviews and the photographs will start to flood in as well. I'm also interested in seeing what happens after the conference because uh, this could be equally useful for, for afterwards, right? I mean, because people will make real-world relationships at the conference and this is a handy way of tracking those relationships just in case they didn't get around to handing out their business cards. Oh, there's a slight side issue to this as well, isn't there? I'm I'm terrible at remembering people's faces, and I, I, I'm, you know, I'm one of these people who's not very good at remembering names, even. So, you know, this this tool's for me as well. It's for like a place for me to put all of those, uh, all of those faces and names together, and put them into a place where I can remember, and also share that with other people. So, my experiences are shared with the people I I met there. So, yeah, I am looking forward to after the conference where we can actually see what happened, and we might be able to able to measure even what actually happened in terms of prior the conference and afterwards. And another thing we'll be able to do afterwards is review the individual sessions. I noticed there's a link to reviews in the navigation for the back network. Uh, explain the thinking behind that. One of the things we've done with the back network is to try and build in uh, micro formats. And, uh, and when people blog, they blog about a conference prior to talk about them being there and to try and organize to meet up with people and to socialize. But during and after the, the the blog posts tend to be reviews. They tend to be, I went to this session and it was great, or this person said that and it was really interesting. And I thought it'd be, it'd be, it would be great if we could capture all of that in some way and that we could pull it all together. Um, a lot of the blog posts, although you can find them if you search for them, are, are a little bit unstructured. So I thought it would be a really good idea, or it was suggested to me it would be a very good idea if we could do reviews and structure them into the H-review format. They'll be saved on the site and also, you, we've provided a way in which you can copy the code in HReview format and post that into your blog um, so other people can see and use it. And that's one of the things I really like about the back network is this uh, idea of providing the code so that you can stick everything onto your own blog. There's the reviews, you'll be able to cut and paste it into your own blog, but also the relationships themselves. Well, the uh, format driving that is the uh, Friends Network um, format, the XFN format. And I, we chose chose that because it is a, a sort of standard that's out there on the web rather than producing our own. And it's just a way to mark up a, um, a blog role or, or something similar like that where you're trying to define a relationship between yourselves and other people using an online um, URL as an identity. And it works particularly well here because you, you can define someone as being an, a, fr a friend, an acquaintance or a contact and the type of things that you, you – the type of relationships that you have with people when you go to conference. And the same philosophy follows through for your own data because that's HCARD, right? Definitely, yeah. The profiles are, are structured in a H-card format so that once you've filled in your name and your, your address details and other contact information, that's instructed into H-card. Uh, that's useful for 
um, search engines and uh, other applications to find that information and use it and maybe export it to applications like Outlook. But you can also copy, again, copy the code yourself and paste it into your own blog or own sites if you want to and use it afterwards. As well as uh, all of the microformat stuff going on, which I find really cool because I'm really into microformats, there's uh, some mashing up going on. You're making use of a couple of the big APIs out there. Yeah, I think that probably the, the fun one to start with is on the uh, profiles page. We've actually produced a map using the, the Google map. So if you fill in um, a postcode and you define your country as being the UK, uh, the system will automatically geocode your position and then place a little green square onto the map for you and this is really good because we've ended up with quite a nice map already of the locations of uh, half of the delegates um, so you can see who's coming from your local area um, prior to getting to the event. Yeah I found it really interesting because I love the context that that maps give. I mean, you can read that a list of people are coming to a conference. It doesn't tell you anything, but you look at your map and you can see, oh, look, there's two guys from Cork happen to be flying over for the conference, my hometown. That's, that's really cool. Uh, does this extend worldwide? It does extend worldwide. Um, uh, we've actually just done the geocoding. That's uh, they're taking the postcodes to to uh, uh, the locations, longitude and latitude, just for the UK ones because the API I used was a specific UK one. But you c I've also left it open so that you can enter your own longitude and latitude. And hopefully in a few days I'll be sending out an email to everybody on how to actually extract that information from a simple of a little map up, uh, mashup of Google. So once again, a way of getting that data out of the back network and onto your own site. Yeah, I mean, that's the sort of reoccurring theme of the whole site. And the, the, the data that we're collecting here, we're just aggregating material from the delegates that are coming. It's not meant to be our material. So if we're collecting material, we should make it available back to other people. It's not something that belongs to us. It belongs to everybody. Now, the other API that I see you're making use of is the Flickr API. And very nice it is too. Explain what's going on here. As we all go to these conferences and events, we the, nowadays we're with the digital cameras we all take photographs and uh, there's usually quite a good collection of photographs especially the after after event parties etc um, I mean I think there's 70 odd from last year's deconstruct so we've linked into the Flickr API any photograph that is tagged with uh, deconstruct or deconstruct 06 will be pulled into the site and then um, sorted if it's also tagged with the name of the delegates, it will be assigned to their profile pages. The photographic page actually displays everything using a nice little JavaScript um, file called uh, Lightbox. Yeah, very, very nice effect. Very neat indeed. So just to go back to the tagging, you're saying if I take a picture of you and I tag it, deconstruct Glenn Jones, that will show up on your page? Yeah, that's correct. Um, it will show up on my page. So it looks for both the deconstruct tag and then also people's names that are in the in the in the site uh, as delegates. That's true also for the feeds. So if you tag a, a, a blog entry with somebody's name who's a delegate, that um, post will actually appear on the bottom of their page. So you can actually see if you've got profile page, if anybody's written anything about you in one of their blogs, it should be listed as well as the, the blog post that you do yourself. And that's a nice little Easter egg there. There's something up in the navigation I see that, that's quite teasing. It says chat. What's the plan with that? Yeah, we've, uh, we haven't actually activated that yet. Um, the idea is that the chat will only be live on the day of the conference. Uh, it's basically an Ajax-based chat 
um, page where you'll be able to go on. As long as you're logged on to the site as a delegate, you'll be able to enter into the chat. It updates the pages automatically. So as soon as someone types something in, presses the return, uh, all of the pages that anybody are viewing this, this chat feature will be updated. So it's like a it's like the standard sort of internet um, chat that you see used at other conferences. But in this case, it's like in a web page, so hopefully it's more easy for people to use. And also, we're going to log the whole thing uh, and log it by sessions as well. So you'll be able to go back over the sessions and see what people were saying about specific sessions. Oh, excellent. Sounds like we'll have our own back channel in the back network. Um, I should point out for delegates... Uh, that at the conference itself, photography uh, and audio and video recording is most definitely allowed. And uh, this is your conference, so you should be recording it, you should be taking pictures, uh, and you should be blogging about it, you should be putting it on the web, you should be chatting about it. Uh, and this looks like a, a really handy way of getting all this together. Now, Glenn, when I first saw this, one of my first instincts was I wanted to, I wanted to talk with the other delegates, and I thought, Maybe there should be a wiki, maybe there should be a, a bulletin board, a way of chatting. But then I realized that I can just post on my own blog and have it show up on the back network. Was this by design? Yes, it was. I did I did think about it quite a lot about whether the site should actually have like comments against the posts that are being put up or comments against some of the photos. But we're actually it's actually an aggregation of material from other sites and that the original source still belongs to those other sites. Uh, and as such, really, it, it, the best place for the comments or for anything that you want, any of those interactions are actually in the original source position. So it's great for a place for to come and see where everything is and what's going on. As I said, it's really a focus point for you to come and then to explore out from. And I think people are starting to use that. I've noticed that blog posts are showing up, tagged with Deconstruct, uh, you know, people looking to get ideas for what to do on the Thursday night, the night before the conference, and uh, people are able to post comments back to those posts on the original blog, which is a, a really nice way of discovering blog posts and then being led to the actual content itself. Are you pleased with how this has turned out? Yeah, very pleased so far. I mean, it's just the beginning because it's only um, a week and a half or so before the conference, so you wouldn't expect a lot of material to be uh, out there on the internet yet, but it's already started to build, and I think over the next few days we'll see the site strengthen as people get more and more involved in the content, and hopefully uh, we'll make the effort to, to tag things so that, that everybody else can share in what they're saying. Excellent. Well, I think it's it's really good, and I've been having a lot of fun with it, and I'm very impressed with the work you've done, Glenn. I may have to put... Rel equals Muse on my XFN link to you. Yeah, well, I did put the uh, I did put the relationship things in there, so, so there is sweetheart and Muse, um, uh, and we've got one or two already. Uh, apart from my girlfriend doing that, I might be a bit, I don't know, taken aback if someone else was to do it. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe romance will be blossoming at Deconstruct. Uh, thanks for telling me all about this, Glenn. Like I said, it's it's really excellent. Good job. And thanks a lot, and I uh, hope everybody gets some fun out of using it, and we'll see you on the day. My thanks once again to Glenn for talking to me. If you haven't checked out the back network, you really should. It's deconstruct06.magix.com. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how this develops before the event, during the event, and after the event. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's not long now till Deconstruct 2006. I hope you're starting to get as excited as I am. Why not share your thoughts with me? I want to hear your feedback. You can send a message through the contact form on the Deconstruct webpage, or you can send me an audio message. Go to the podcast page, that's 2006.deconstruct.org slash podcast. Click on the link through to my audio profile. But please try to keep it coherent. No whistling in Morse code.
For the next episode of this podcast, I hope to bring you a live report from Bar Camp London. That's taking place this weekend, that's September 2nd, at the Yahoo offices in London. It should be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to talking to everyone there. Talk to you soon.